Welcome back to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commission, and I'm joined by my true partner in crime, Pizza Von Baron, aka Kevin. How you doing, PC? Uh, it's good to hear from you. We took last week off. Uh, we we need to uh, stick to our grind here. We're, I think feel like we're getting a little bit lazy, and the viewers are uh, dropping like flies because. They're getting bored and looking for something else to listen to. So uh, let's let's make this our start of stepping the game up. Yeah, we're it's like we're starting our New Year New Year's resolution a couple of weeks early, just to yeah. make sure we get a good head start. I, I like know uh, we kind of fell into a lull there after the completion of the college football season, regular season, and then um, the conference championships. Everyone's a little bitter that I went from the absolute bottom to the top. What a success story. You're a like, redemption you're like story. Drake, even. But not swaggy. Oh, I completely agree. I have no swag whatsoever. And I had to put you on mute for a second so I could let out an audible burp and it felt delightful. So I want to thank you for that. <laughs> so now that we don't have college football to talk about um, until bowl season, we I kind of had the idea that we would do something similar to the regular season challenge we had with Mikey the Mush and, you know, loser takes the ACT, whether that happens or not remains to be seen, but maybe we could do a uh, bowl pick them and loser has a buy dinner for the other two gentlemen. What do you think about think something I, like that? I think I would like that. I need, I need to be on my revenge tour and hopefully my revenge tour works better than Michigan's. Um, I, I, it was kind of like the, uh, the tortoise and the hare for me during this, uh, college football picks season, because I was in the lead all season long. Then I got, I took a nap, um, near the finish line and got passed up by you. So have you been bad. reading that, that lovely story to Carson? Yeah, that's why, that's why it came up tortoise yeah. and the hare. It's a great life lesson. <laughs> that that's when I really def- developed my affinity for, um, turtles and, they're slow and steady <laughs> slow and steady wins the race you know what they stick to their grind turtles do yep we need to just keep grinding oh i do want to i do want to point this out so i've been running some tests um on our instagram at let's do it live check it out there's some there's some good memes and and gifts and other pictures a lot of carson cute cute, cute godson of mine uh, i'm biased but he's truly very cute um so I put as a promoted item one of my my gifs or gifs whatever you however you want to pronounce it and then the picture of Priyanka and Nick Jonas compared to me and Shivani hundreds of likes and views it was absolutely hundreds? outrageous what's the actual number okay so I think the picture had 190 likes which is again 160 more than anything we've gotten organically. Okay. And then for the views, it was an office gif of Michael and um I think it the joke was pertaining to having no more vacation days before Christmas holiday. It got like 570 views. And how what so was the uh the total spend for both of them was like $4.30. So, worth it yeah hey at least we're on the right track we're starting to learn how to utilize social media to our benefit now we just need to get some people listening to our podcasts and subscribing to what we're all about here at let's do it live which is 
we don't rehearse and we just come spit to ball. spitball for a half hour to 45 minutes. Well, so with the absence of the uh, college football this weekend, what what's our, uh, our lineup looking like here, PC? So initially my thought was let – Let's stay on college football topic just for a few minutes. I thought it would be good for us to talk about which bowl game we're most excited to uh, watch this season outside of those from the college football playoff. But I realize that it is two weeks until Christmas Eve. There's been a lot of Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas on the radio. Um, so I've already lost my mind. But why don't we why don't we talk about some of our favorite Christmas gifts, our favorite movie, our favorite album, just kind of go with the Christmas theme for a while and kind of see where that leads us. I like that. I recently introduced Carson to Christmas Eve on Woodward Avenue by Karen Newman. Ooh, really like that one. That? That's an obscure Christmas hit if you've never heard it before. Uh, and uh, as our good friend once said, Karen Newman, crazy fact is she she likes anal. <laughs> I can't believe you said that on the podcast, but also I can't believe that person said that to us. So like that, that's such like an obscure fact to know about yep. someone, let alone someone you've probably never met in your life. Right. For Daniel in Topeka, Kansas, Karen Newman has sung the national anthem for the Red Wings for the last, I don't know. 25 years yeah that's her claim to fame Easily. she literally sings the national anthem for every home red wings game she's also really pretty so or she was i guess sure she's okay objectively a pretty lady however she did come out with one christmas song and it is christmas on woodward avenue woodward avenue is one of the bigger roads in the metro detroit area so besides national anthem and that song, I've never heard her sing any songs. Neither any, have I. Anything else? Anyway, we got you have nothing more to add. Over. You have <laughs> no. nothing more to add there. Nope. You, you just her you cl- just throw that grenade and then walk away and yeah. let the water burn. too. It's like a beer grenade, letting it spray all over you. Quite literally. All right. So I was listening to a podcast on. Uh, in my car ride today and or actually this was yesterday and they were talking about some of the the things that teens and preteens are asking for christmas this year and some of them were ridiculous like a 12 year old was asking for gucci slippers and supreme clothing all of which cost hundreds if not thousands of dollars do you know anything about supreme it's such a racket to me like i I really know nothing other than what the logo looks like. Yeah. And that J.R. Smith got it tattooed on his body and it has to be covered up because it's technically marketing. Oh, whoa, wow. Uh, yeah. Y- Thanks, yeah, there's, MBA. There, there's kids that w- work for me that literally wait for the newest merch drop for Supreme and they just sit in front of their laptop and try to like buy it real quick when it goes on sale and then they resell it for a lot more because apparently they sell out like within seconds. So I don't think it's that cool, but people are obsessed over it. No, I, I, I agree. I don't understand the draw whatsoever, but I would equate it to remember when the Yeezys came out mm-hmm. by Adidas and people just gobbled up all the stock and then sold it for 10 X on eBay. Yeah. Those are just a lot of 
good entrepreneurs right there. They, I, I I still don't understand the grinders actually having them. I don't but those that. people that are sitting on their laptop buying a lot of them and then selling them, I can respect them. I can too. Those willing to pay thousands of dollars for a shoe, get out of town. Maybe our Let's Do It Live Hawaiian uh, short sleeve button up shirts, once we actually land a sponsor, will sell really quickly like that and people can resell them. Ooh, what if we did a Let's Do It Live Hawaiian shirt with just our faces when we had mustaches? I like that. Yeah. Just on the pocket? Yeah. No, like like the whole shirt instead of floral theme is just our faces. We could do that. Interchangeably. We could do that. That'd probably be easy to do. Man. The listeners just really got an insight to my brain and how remarkable it is. So I'm really happy about that. Anyway, back to the Christmas theme, talking about some things that kids would want for Christmas this year. What is your all time favorite Christmas gift that you've ever received? <sighs> And that's a, that's a remarkable question. Um, I do want to put a couple caveats out there. So first of all, I am one of those people that is never surprised by a gift. Either I know because I asked for something very specific or I was the child that would go snoop around about a week before Christmas and find all his gifts. I just don't. You seem like that type of kid. Yeah, I I'm just not a big surprise guy. I would rather know what's coming. Um, So anyways, there was one year that I don't think either I didn't find it or like I didn't make an effort to look for the gifts and my parents got me an iPad and I didn't have to earn it the same way your wife did, but I did receive an iPad and, and I remember being very um surprised surprised and like that was i mean an ipad is like a really nice gift they're not cheap so no i felt like i was a good a good boy that year but in in terms of like true i don't know christmas euphoria <sighs> like nintendo 64 kids no i, I wasn't like worshiping the box yeah yeah exactly um I had to. I don't remember a specific set, but I remember it being Lego Star Wars and being really fired up about that because I love Star Wars and I love Legos, and it was like the first year that they combined the two. So I'm going to go with Star Wars Legos. Star Wars Lego is interesting. What about you? I've got a couple. Um, when I was growing up, my brothers are significantly older than me, and they obviously made decent money when I was just a young boy. So they would try to spoil me with the best gift. They tried to take the cake, stay on top of the mountain, so to speak. There was a year where they bought me an air hockey table. There was a year that they bought me a ping pong table. Those were big years for me. But the most surprising gift I ever got, I think it was like seven years old. It was Christmas Eve and it was the old, you know, eyes closed, like, you know, open them when we say, and I opened my eyes to a puppy. It was a a Dalmatian, which turns out is really hard to train. So we had that Dalmatian for about six months and then had to give it away because it kept getting out of the yard and whatnot. But it was a good gift at the time, but you know, classic kid wants a puppy, then doesn't know how to take care of it. So that, that whole thing. (laughs) 
I'm just picturing you having to give away the Dalmatian. Just yeah. absolutely it, heartbroken. It was really sad. I can imagine. But oh. what can you do? Funny story about that is my dad and I were, so we were trying to make it work with this Dalmatian, even though it was like really poorly behaved. My dad wanted to get rid of it. And he said, you know, we're going to, we're going to take it to obedience school to try to train it properly. So we do that. And my dad had a red Cadillac at the time. And we were, you know, I was in the front seat with my dad and the, the puppy was in the back. All of a sudden it started to smell terrible. So I turn around and the dog was literally shitting on my dad's leather seats in the back of the Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad goes, Oh, her name was Mindy, which I don't, I can't remember if I named her or not. Oh, Mindy farted Kevin. It was like giggling, you know, cause guys think farts are funny. And I just like had a blank stare and just stared straight. And he turns around and goes, Oh my God, she shit. And then that was the end of that dog pretty much. Shitting in my dad's Cadillac pretty much was her demise. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine how uncomfortable I feel as an in seven or eight year old kid, knowing full well that the dog just took a shit in my dad's pride and joy of of an automobile. I mean, it, at least it was leather seats, right. um, so he could wipe it off. But that's that's got to be such a helpless feeling. <laughs> like, you, know the, you know the dog is on thin ice, and then that happens, and oh, unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Shiv can hear me telling the story, and um, it was a and, and I just wanted to share this with you and our three loyal listeners. So a few years back, um, I had asked for a new golf bag. Okay. I think that was the only thing that I had asked for. And there was this huge box next to the Christmas tree and me being me. It's like, I didn't go and look and find my gifts, but I, you know, shake them and hold them and guess before I'd opened them. Right. And I was like, you know what? That's the golf bag. I know it. That's the golf bag. And I kept telling Shiv that. And she's like, okay, okay. Like, yeah, you asked for a golf bag. It probably is. And I like, I felt so intelligent. And I, Christmas Eve comes around and I open it up. It's a vacuum. So. Was that the biggest letdown of all time? No, the biggest letdown was many years in the past. It's probably a memory that I suppress at all costs. I was... I I had to be six or seven, so apparently six seven is a very formidable and also terrible Christmas time for Kevin and I. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a drum set because I wanted to to be a drummer and wake up Christmas morning. I'm so fired up. I don't think I had ever been this fired up in my life. You know, I see the note from Santa, cookies are gone, milk's half drank. I'm imagining you ran downstairs in a full long john suit with oh, your yeah. big bobbling head. That's too heavy for your body. Yeah. Like there was a lot of forward forward momentum, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like I was able to catch myself. <laughs> right. Uh anyways, so let's let's just say I'm in my long johns and then like a, a bathrobe that's too big for me to go along with my overly sized head. Well, there's no there's nothing wrapped that would be big enough to be a drum set. I'm like, 
shit. So we open everything and I got like, you know, the little electric drums, drum set where like you could play a beat and there were like five pads and you, yeah. but it was like $8 from Fisher price and it was just garbage. Oh my goodness. So that's there. And I, I look at my mom and I'm like, like these, I guess these are drums, but like I wanted a drum set. How would Santa ever like, I told him, I wrote to him, how could he do this to me? And I like ripped up the note from him and like went in my room. Like I was devastated. You're such a child. Well, I was seven. (laughs) Yes, I was. I have a similar story, um, which actually segues into our next topic. So it it works out in favorite Christmas movies. So the the time I found out that Santa wasn't real is that. What if we have underage list? What if Carson goes back and listens to these episodes? uh, Definitely won't. He's too busy watching baby Einstein. Influentials. Yep. Shapes and colors. Yes, definitely. So any hoosers, I uh, asked for a specific movie for Christmas and it, it didn't seem like too hard of an ask. And, you know, Santa and his helpers at the, the North Pole can make pretty much anything, right? Or that's what you believe as a kid until you get an $8 Fisher Price drum set when you wanted a real, a real one. But I got a note on the tree from Santa in quotes, and it was in my grandmother's handwriting. It's just so blatantly obvious. And from then on, I realized that Santa wasn't real. But the movie that I asked for, which is actually my favorite Christmas movie, although it might be awesomely bad to most of our listeners, Jingle All the Way featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a great movie. And let's not forget about Sinbad. And Sinbad. I forgot about him. And then the kid that would go on and play Anakin Skywalker in episode. Oh, I forgot. I forgot one, about that. The pod racer. That he, could, uh, he could be up for our award of where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you his name. But yeah, that movie is just awesomely bad. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just such a terrible actor. Yes, absolutely. But there's and, some great moments in that movie. But like, he, he's so good in Predator and Conan the Barbarian and Terminator. I think it's because there's a lack of lines. And yeah, you there's just, no lines. It's all action. You just, you just need someone with like, like biceps and biceps, and he yeah. plays that so well. So right, exactly. can't fault the guy for playing to his strengths. Jamie, you're my all-time favorite person. <laughs> he's, he's not good doing that type of stuff. <laughs> you know what? I do have a soft spot for Kindergarten Cop. I thought that one That's was a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Let's play a game. What does your daddy do? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for online shopping. Otherwise, I would be Howard going on Christmas Eve looking for the toy that sold out. So. Yes, I have a feeling that's probably going to happen a few times in our future, despite having Amazon and all the other e-commerce websites at our fingertips. But right. then again, it is what it is. All right, PC, what's your all-time favorite Christmas movie? Shoot. You know, I it's going to sound like a cop-out, but I really love Elf. I don't know why. It's just the one... It's, Probably the only Christmas movie that I watch every year pretty uh, constantly. 
it's it's so quotable. I mean, the children love the books line is still one of the all time lines uh, <laughs> for you, maybe. Yeah. Cotton headed ninny muggins. Uh, I don't know. There's just so many classic lines. And it was back when Will Ferrell still had the it factor. Now he's just, you know, doing daddy's home three with Marky Mark, which I don't yeah, find he, he's kind of run his course. It's like kind of the way Adam Sandler is like the same character in every movie. Yeah. And then Will Ferrell is just a big kid in every movie. And it's just like, okay, this is funny. The first five times. Mm-hmm. But elf is pretty good. I mean, also another one I watch every year is Christmas vacation. I think yeah, that's Co- a good one. Cousin Eddie is one of the great greatest characters of all time. It's cringeworthy yet comedic gold. I agree. All at once, it's which definitely is, a good movie. Um, non, I do like The Grinch. That's a good one with Jim Carrey. I, I, I do like that a good one. I, I think I prefer the cartoon version just because mm. it, it takes me back to childhood. When you didn't get your drum set, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I can, I too can ruin Christmas for all of Whoville. <laughs> Have some who hash. Um, um, Charlie Brown to, Christmas. I like good one. Um, um, a Christmas movie that actually has a good, you know, me- message that will last with you. Uh, Kelly got me to watch for the first time last year. It's a Wonderful Life. Have you seen that one? It's black and white. It's an old one. Not in a long time, but yes, I've had to sit through that one. I recommend it. All right, sit through it. Okay. I, I was a child. I, yeah, I would hate it as a child. Too. I have self-diagnosed attention deficit disorder, so right. I probably had Definitely. something to do with it. What's another Christmas movie that I always seem to watch? Um, Love Actually sometimes comes out around Rom-com. Christmas time. Yeah. Um, what else? <sighs> Anything with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I'll be home for Christmas. That's that's, a, that's, that's an oldie but goodie. Yeah. Um. This is that awkward silence that we were talking about. Yeah, we're going to have to improve with that moving forward. Just name another movie and let's talk about it. And name another Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, what's another good Is Frozen a Christmas movie? I I've feel never like I've seen Frozen. I haven't either. Um Polar just, Express, I've never seen it. I'm just never seen out. Polar Express. Um Miracle on 34th Street. That's another oldie but goodie. Yeah, that's one of the one of the classics, right? Yep. What else? Um, oh, Shiv's texting me right now. Serendipity with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Mm, She's a a big rom-com girl. Jeremy Piven. Yes, she, she would be that. Jeremy Piven's in that movie? Yeah, he's, uh, the dickhead friend that's cheating on his wife, so. Oh, I I need to watch it. I love him. (laughs) Jeez. His, his hairline in there is, is just disastrous. It's awful. So he clearly got plugs. So I'm just saying. Like Joe Buck. He went to the Joe Buck school of hair plugs. Yeah. Well, he didn't lose his voice given the amount of hair plugs he was getting. So I I don't think he went off the deep end per se, but I have to imagine there was, there was some flirting with the line between too much and not enough. Uh, What's another good Christmas movie? I mean, all like the, the claymation ones, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with uh, Herbie, who wants to be a dentist. Yeah, that's a good one. And, uh, God, what Yukon Cornelius. He was the one who uh, 
who tamed the abominable snowman. Remember he had that big, long red beard and the curly Q mustache. I like him. Um, what other one? Oh, dude, home alone. Oh God. How do we forget home alone? That's an all time one. The other one that's really good is four Christmases with, uh, Vince Vaughn. And I think it's Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Mm hmm. I do and like then Santa Claus, obviously. Uh, how did we forget the Santa Claus? I don't know. We're really uh, struggling as, as leading this topic. Uh, and then there's always the one that's on 24 hours every year, Christmas Story. I think because it's on 24 hours every year, it kind of loses its luster a little bit. But it's a good movie. What about The Holiday? I, I've watched that one a few times with um, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jack Black. Where they switch houses around Christmas time? No. Another good Christmas movie that I just watched last year. Let's go look at a little comedy. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oof. Yep. I remember that or, one. Or Bill fucking Murray, as you would know him as. <laughs> Bill. Fuck. It's Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Is Bad Santa technically a Christmas movie? Uh, I, I, I always thought so, yeah. that one pretty funny. Definitely. Uh, my young cousins made me watch Arthur Christmas, uh, recently. That that was an interesting one, but good message. You know, I'm Jack Frost, a Christmas Carol, a Christmas Carol, home alone too, depending on which one you want to watch. Mm -hmm. All right. I think I've gone through all the good ones. Yep. Die Hard is listed as a Christmas movie, which is hilarious to me. I just still don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's a I good movie. I wouldn't would categorize that. it as a Christmas movie. That's Agreed. just my opinion. But then again, I'm just a lowly podcaster from the Midwest. Exactly. With three loyal listeners. Which takes us to our next discussion point, and that is favorite Christmas album of all time. So I I feel like I know a bunch of like good Christmas songs. I wouldn't say they come from good albums. The one that sticks out to me and I think pretty much everyone it's a, it's a favorite, crowd favorite if you play it, The In Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I really love that one. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah. In Sync had that Christmas album. I'm pretty sure I had my parents spend 13.99 at Media Play just so I could have that CD. And just listen to that song on repeat while I played Mini Sticks in my basement by myself. <laughs> you were just taking shots. Taking like, shots on myself. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It was fun. Did, did you like... I had a great childhood. No, I, no, 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 no. Let's talk about the logistics of taking <laughs> shots on yourself with Mini Sticks. This okay. is much like the Iron Lotus discussion <laughs> that we had while we were up on the Let's Do It Live retreat. But oh, Okay. So what I would do is I would... I would set up a laundry basket. That would be the net. Mm-hmm. And I would basically be the goalie. I'd have a mini stick, a tennis ball, and then my Wilson A2000 baseball glove. And I would just go through and like shoot on myself. And the sat, like literally no, play no, no, by no. myself. It's already really sad. What's sadder <laughs> is I would score on myself <laughs> and, I knew, and I knew where I was shooting. So, <laughs> again, that, that is pure comedic gold but the logistics of shooting on yourself is like you are facing a wall and you have the goal behind you and you're literally shooting at the wall 
the ball is hitting the wall and coming back and you still missed it? No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It was like I would just have just my right hand because I'm right-handed and I would slap backwards towards my body and try to save it that way. Oh, my God. That's even sadder than the the it, it, one that yeah. I described. Yeah, so there's no turning like, around, no weird bounces yeah. off the wall. I just literally would miss it sometimes. And then I'd have to start over because I had to get a shutout in my brain every time. Is that why you led the uh, Macomb County whatever conference in errors from 2006 yep. through 2008? The Mac, the Mac Red, yeah. Mac Red, thank Throwing you. Throwing errors. Yeah, I, le- I led the Catholic League for three years, so got that going for and me. And strikeouts. And, and errors. And the- <laughs> yeah, I had both going for me. But- but anyway, there's that song. I don't know why it took me to that topic. That's probably the best Christmas song that I can think of as far as like in a party setting. Mm-hmm. Album, I'm going to say the Chipmunks album. Ooh, man. Listen to that one a lot growing up. That's a good one. Um, I completely agree. If I could only pick one Christmas song to play at a party, it would be Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. It just gets the people going and people forget that NSYNC did a Christmas album. So it's a great conversation piece. In terms of a full album, there's only one album that I listen to every Christmas because I'm so sick of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You on like... 100.3 100.3 WNIC, the Christmas station right. in Metro Detroit. And it's the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas album by the Vince Geraldi Trio. It's just a lot of piano. I'm going to download it. It's really good. I like it. And then some kids singing. I don't I'll know. have to check it out this holiday season. A lot of people like Michael Buble. Ooh, not a bad album. I'm I'd pretty sure his Christmas album is pretty much his claim to fame. So yeah, well, he just sang other people's songs. So, hey, not Whatever. a bad way to make a living. Yep. And then uh, I remember a few years ago, I got the Duck Dynasty Christmas album. Wow, that was pretty special. There, there was actual singing; like the wives could actually sing. Um, I was surprised by that. They can. We only had like three songs. They just they just live the life. Those guys. I was thinking about it. I I still would watch their show. Like if if I had time to sit down and watch television outside of my Netflix binging, um, I was always really entertained, regardless if I had seen the episode or not. Like let's, let's they be honest, you have such time. A sur- I do have time, but I w- I was just trying to appear to the three loyal listeners that but like I'm really working. I'm I'm out here on the grind, you're like really eating shit you're and and finding, yeah, just finding my purpose in life and really sharing my passion. So well, I haven't watched an episode of Duck Dynasty in probably, I don't know, two, three years. But I, I if either. I came across it, I would sit down and watch. It was all the rave for a while. I liked yeah. it. I did too. Which leads me to my final question. And this might be the most important one. The Christmas season is for Netflix binging at home while you avoid your family. You're right. What are you binging? And you don't, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be just one. What are you planning on binging with Kelly and Carson this Christmas season? Well, we don't really have a show together. Um, strangely enough, I never have watched The Office. So that's currently my binge when I'm up in the middle of the night feeding Carson. I just watch ep- Office episodes, which 
I can't believe I've never watched it because it's awesome. Uh, Kelly and I just uh, went through about 10 episodes of The Ranch with Ashton Kutcher and Alicia Cuthbert, who is one of my favorite movie star crushes from The Girl Next Door. That's a pretty good show. I've watched all six seasons, but the problem is I watch a season in a day and then I have nothing to watch afterwards. So that's where we're at right now. We're looking for a new show. So I'm, I'm hoping you or some of our listeners might have some recommendations. Now you really put me on the spot as I put you on the spot. Well, why don't you just say what you're going to binge, then you can give me some recommendations. Yeah. So what I want... Okay. So what I will binge is I will go back and rewatch The Office. The Office is like the 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 comfort food of Netflix It's binging. your chips? It's the chips of Netflix? Potato yes. chips. I gotcha. Potato chips. Like, ooh, favorite chip of all time. Go. Sour cream and onion lays. Mm, I won't eat them today, but when I was a kid, I would Mm -hmm. murder them. I'm cool ranch Dorito guy. I would get home from school, grab a Coke, maybe two Cokes, a whole bag of sour cream and onion lays, then go play Grand Theft Auto for two hours until hockey practice. Hey, that sounds like the life. I had little supervision, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) And you turned out okay, which which is beyond me. Right. After the first week in school when you ruined all your clothes because you left chapstick in your pant pocket when you did laundry. And look how far you've come. Clearly, I'd never done laundry before. I ruined all of my plain color t-shirts, so that's too bad. You didn't need them anyways. You needed a wardrobe upgrade. And some hair gel. Yeah. I <laughs> Max hair gel. Yeah. I, I had the uh, guy who's a virgin till college starter kit in my closet. You certainly did. Spiked hair, silver chain, cargo shorts, plain t-shirt. I don't know what you're doing now, but you need to give me your, your Netflix sorry, show. Your binge worthy network Netflix show. I, sorry, I I had to mute myself because I was laughing so hard <laughs> over here at the Virgin Starter Kit. Uh, so, you know, obviously the office is something that I will I will watch during this this off season than I have. Um, something that I do want to finish is Ozark season two. I was a big fan of season one. Um, I've heard good things. Marty is a great character. I think so. I watched a, a few episodes of the second season, just really haven't gotten back into it. Um, but I'm hopeful that they're able to capture some of the, uh, the suspense and, and thrills that were season one. Um, another one that I would like to watch, um, that again, I haven't yet is, I just had it. Oh, everyone keeps telling me about Breaking Bad. And You've I've, never seen Breaking Bad I've before. never seen Breaking Bad, so I thought that this might be a good time to give it a go. And then, like you said, The Ranch, great, great, you know, 20, 30-minute comedy with not a lot of substance right. to it. It's, it's very easy to watch and giggle at so i'm sure i will get my make my way through season six but it's like a modern day that 70s show yeah but like I mean, not it's as good but i mean it gets the job done yeah sometimes you need old faith if you've never seen breaking bad before that's probably top 
my top three shows of all time. Really? Yeah, it's good. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I do have to ask you this. So before we came on the air, I told you of a situation where someone at school was bitter about me sharing my grade with him. And now he has said, congratulations to our big group chat. And everyone is chiming in. Congratulations too, because they're in on the joke. So there's like 30 messages of congratulations and people keep texting me. Oh, what's it for? Congrats. And just so confused. So either I, I spoil his fun and say he's just being a dickhead to everyone, or I do this. He recently had a son. I believe his name is Cameron or some, something. Do I go in the big group chat and say, thank you so much for every, everything, guys. I can't believe that this person named me his, the godfather to his newest born son and just throw it back at him. I think that'd put him in a body bag and make him mad. So I, I vote do that. I need a little uh, Christmas drama in my oh, life. Perfect. Let's let's uh let's get some haters of the podcast going. Maybe that'll spark some interest. And then let's, and then I'll say rivalry week with fo- the guys. Follow from us on, on let's do it live. Yep. And uh yeah, we can we can really burn this mother to the ground. I love it. Um, let's go with that. Let's go with a scorched earth policy. <laughs> we get our first rival. What what else could I say that would be back at him directly? I think that one would kind of sting because it involves his children. What, what kind of chat is that? Is it like an iMessage chat or like it, it's GroupMe chat and it's with all 110 people in the MBA program with him? Hit him with hit him with a GIF. You can do after me. Yeah, I say thank you so much for naming me the Godfather to your young to your son. It is such an honor. I can't I, I can't think of the GIF. To go with that. It's and tough. then it's just me crying after. Yep. Like one of the crying gifts. Yeah. Hit him with I the think, crying Jordan. Oh, crying Jordan. Perfect. Can you can you crop a crying Jordan onto his face? Ooh, that's a lot of work. Um, but it would get the job done. We would have our first rival. Hold on. Let's see if I got it. Crying Jordan. All right, we're giving our listeners yeah, uh, yeah. awkward this silence is, right this now. Is just another so don't do that. Maybe, maybe we'll cut that out before we yeah. go to editing. Nah. nah, we'll leave it in. It's just pure gold. It's it's a part of our podcast. We're still learning how to talk to one another in in fluid manners. So that's really uh, that's really all I had today. Um, let's give a shout out to our mo- most loyal sponsor, and that's MV Sportsbook. DM us TB12 to our Instagram account at Let's Do It Live, and you'll get a $50 free play um, when you join MB Sportsbook. You can use that to throw some heat at the bowl games. Uh, I think we were meant to touch on our favorite non-FBS uh, bowl game. Um, do you have one, Andrew? Just shoot from the hip. The bowl game I'm most looking forward to is UCF. And um, I agree. I was going to say the same thing back to the national championships. Yes, because it would just 
it would just be amazing for the discussion of them being back-to-back national champs. I do want them to win and uh, create chaos and dysfunction. So, I would love that. The, the game I'm looking least forward to is Ohio State-Washington because it's just going to be the Urban Meyer show. It's going to be like a parade for Urban Meyer about what a great coach he is, his health issues, yada, yada, yada. I, I won't even be able to stomach it because mm-hmm. I'm a sore loser. Yeah, me too. But yeah, UCF, uh, LSU, that's a good one. Yep. So I'm not even going to say the Michigan-Florida game because it's just going to be terrible. Right. Use your I, free I play from MV Sportsbook and hammer UCF. Yep. Hammer them. Hammer them. They don't need Milton, at quarterback, to win another national championship. Uh, and then also, we're sponsored by Nicholson Homes. If you need to update your kitchen to meet your wife's needs or, you know, fix up the basement to make it the man cave with your Nintendo 64 and a beer fridge, Nicholson Homes has got your back. DM us Arnold for some sort of coupon. I don't, Mikey normally does this, and I don't want to speak for Nicholson. They're they're in Vegas, just lighting money on fire. So, you know what? Just text us, uh, DM us Arnold, and it's probably like fifty percent off. You know they can afford it. So, yeah, we'll send you uh, something to improve your man cave, like maybe some fat heads if you if you do that. Fat heads of us. Fat heads of us. Perfect with mustaches. With mustaches. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been another episode of Let's Do It Live with Pizza Von Baron and the People's Commish. Thanks for joining us, Daniel in Topeka, Kansas. Please send us your feedback, and we'll continue to find things to talk about now that the college football season is over. We'll continue the grind. If anyone has any feedback on our Christmas theme, please let us know. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. That was great, but it's just sort of... It's still a little choppy, like, but don't worry, it's hard. I mean, it'll be a while, too. It's like... Wow. (laughs) What? Oh, my God, you heard that? I'm so embarrassed.